that's so not true. I mean, you can find love in your 40s and your 50s. There's not like, oh, you've turned this age. You don't get to get married. You don't get to have love. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think, room. yeah. And Gary and Teresa just proved that, you know, 72 mm-hmm. and 70 and they found love. Actually, Gary found love with a lot of women, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they all loved him. <laughs> <laughs> they really did. Welcome to Aging in Style, the podcast dedicated to celebrating aging and what it takes to do it well. I'm Lori Williams. I'm a certified senior advisor and senior housing expert. In each episode, you'll learn stories of older adults who are thriving in their 70s, 80s, 90s, and in some cases in their hundreds. Whether you're an older adult or the child of an older adult, this podcast is filled with insightful resources, organizations that are doing incredible work, and stories that will inspire you to volunteer, learn, and who knows, maybe even skydive in your golden years. Hi, welcome to Aging in Style. We're going to do our recap on The Golden Bachelor. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, The Golden Bachelor is part of the Bachelor TV series, but this time, they had a person who was a senior. So the Golden Bachelor, Golden Years, I guess is how they got that, um, is a gentleman named Gary, and he is 72 years old. So he had his you know, whole bevy of beauties to choose from. They were ages 60 and up. I want to say the oldest, I want to say the oldest was like in maybe 72 or 73. But we're going to talk about what our thoughts were on this series, you know, what was different about the regular Bachelor with the younger generation versus the older generation. And to do that, I have Sarah Pollan back with us. Sarah works with me and she is part of the younger generation. Sarah is 29? 30. 30. Oh, she's 30 now. That's right. You were 29. (laughs) Weren't you 29 when we recorded the first one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's 30. And, um, So she's the younger generation and she watches reality TV, which I don't. So I'm glad we have her as our our expert on The Bachelor on how these things usually go. (laughs) And then I'm representing the older group because I'm closing in on 60 next April. So kind of my perspective and um, on on what I thought of, of The Bachelor, The Golden Bachelor. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Okay, so the finale happened on Thursday, and Gary picked the woman that he is going to marry and proposed to her. And I don't know, does it end every season? Does The Bachelor end with them actually getting engaged? Usually it does. That's like the goal of the show. But sometimes they will just say, um, let's just keep dating or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I would have to because that would be, I don't know, it would be so weird to me, the whole idea of meeting someone in that way and being on TV the whole time. I mean, you know, are they being their real authentic selves would be my question. Yeah, it's so short too. So that would be really hard for me too. Yeah, it is. So, so if you watch the show, if you haven't watched it, and you don't know who he picked, then stop listening right now. Because um, spoiler alert, we're going to say who he picked, and we're going to talk about that. So I'm going to give you a second to just, you know, click off and go do something else. (laughs) Or maybe go listen to the very first one we did about the Golden Bachelor. Okay, here's your minute to go get off. (laughs) Done. Okay. All right. So Gary picked the woman. And the one he picked was Sarah. Teresa. Teresa. Yes. And you know what? Teresa was my favorite. 
because she was really mine too at yeah. the beginning. She was the first date that he went on, and I thought she was, I thought she was a good fit for him. So we kind of went through. I don't know how many episodes or were like eight episodes, maybe. I want to say yeah, like eight or nine, maybe. Yeah. And so he went on dates with several and then would obviously eliminate. If you haven't watched The Bachelor, they give a rose to the ones who are staying. If you don't get a rose, then wonk, wonk, you're out of here, <laughs> which is so brutal. I just can't imagine. But I mean, you know, these ladies all put themselves out there, which, you know, good for them. And Gary really put himself out there. And not having watched the show, they did keep saying that he was very like open. Did you find him to be more open than the younger? bachelors um you know it really depends on the bachelor some of them are very closed off i think Mm -hmm. maybe because they are younger but i guess i did think he was really open i feel like he was very open and honest about his life and what he was looking for yeah and he said a couple of times that you know like he and Teresa are going to get married quickly because at their age, why mm-hmm. wait? So that probably, you know, I feel like was his thought process all along is like he he truly was there to find someone to live out the rest of his life with. Yeah, I really like that too. Compared to a lot of the other, um, you know, the bachelor, or the bachelorette, a lot of times, even if they get engaged, they'll be engaged for like five years or something. Mm-hmm. And so it was, I think, they announced the wedding date, wasn't it like January? January 4th, and it's on TV. Yeah. And what I thought was kind of cool, they gave them a trip to Italy because in the very first one, when they went on their first date, they said that they could, you know, go to Italy and learn Italian together. It was something that they said. I remember them saying that because I thought it was cute. And so that's going to be their honeymoon. That was really sweet. That mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't do that every season. So I thought really? that was cool. No, they don't do that. Yeah. So, okay. So let me just ask some questions and talk about some things that I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And then we'll talk about (laughs) the difference with maybe this is a difference with being a little bit, you know, on the older side. I don't know. So they have the finale. It was between Teresa and another lady, Leslie. And I did like that he picked, I mean, you know, not necessarily like, but I thought it was interesting that the women ranged in age from 60 up. He's 72. The woman he did pick, Teresa, is 70 years old. So he didn't go with a a 60-year-old youngin. I mean, he went with one that was closer to his age. And then Leslie, who was the second woman, so he had two to choose from in the finale. And Leslie was, I think, 64. So what I found kind of like an ick factor for me watching it was they go on a date and then they go to, what What did they call it? The fantasy suite. <laughs> the special room. <laughs> the special the special room. They go, <laughs> they go to the fantasy suite. And, you know, that's where they can, there's no cameras. So they can really talk. I'm doing that in quotes. So I don't know if they were really in the air quotes talk. <laughs> they could really talk and get to know each other, which I do think they, they did. But after he had, um, his fantasy suite was with Leslie first. And, He's telling her, I love you. And, you know, they, the next morning they show them and they're in bed together. And, you know, it's like, okay, that must be, I'm thinking that's the one he's going to choose. And then he goes, he leaves her bye-bye in the morning, leaves the fantasy suite and goes to meet up with Teresa for his second date. Now, honestly, he was a little distant with Teresa at first, didn't you think? Mm -hmm. 
I did think so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking he's definitely going to go with Leslie. But then, you know, they, they're on the date, he and Teresa, and he says to her, you know, I don't feel like I really know you that well. And tell me, like, what what is your job? And she started talking about herself, and she's this very accomplished woman. She was the day trader and then had another really big job. And, you know, she was an amazing woman. And his eyes kind of lit up because I think he saw her in a different light. Like the cynical part of me thought he was like, oh, she makes a lot of money. (laughs) That's just me being a little cynical there. So then he's like all like Team Teresa at that point. And then he invites her into the fantasy suite. and. He's telling her he loves her too. So that's where I was kind of like, what is going on here? I mean, is that is that the norm on The Bachelor that they're like that, telling these different women they love them? Um, so that is a mistake that a lot of them make. And actually, on most seasons, there are three fantasy suite nights. So there's oh. actually three they're doing this with. And I have seen seasons where the man said, I love you to three different women, but it was all, it's always a big mistake, obviously, because the other women find out and they don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I kept thinking. I'm like, okay, so Teresa is going to see what happened. And so before her date, she's going to see that he spent the night with Leslie and he's all over her saying he loves her. And then the very next day he loves her. So, I mean, it's just, that was strange to me. Yeah. And like I said earlier, when we were talking, I think if anyone has watched the show, they like learn from the other people and they're like, I'm not going to do that. Like they'll even say in the beginning of the show, I'm not going to make the mistake of telling like multiple women I love them. Like I'm only going to say it to one person. A lot of them say that. Mm -hmm. But then I think the ones that have never watched the show, they just feel those emotions. So they say it and then it, it always goes badly. Yeah. I think the other thing that made me kind of a little bit cringe inside is that, you know, with the other bachelors, obviously, they have not been married. They don't have kids and grandkids. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, maybe some of them are married and have have been married before and have a kid, but they don't have grandkids. Obviously, they're not old enough. But in this one, his grandkids are watching (laughs) the show. And I'm like, okay, I can't even like to imagine like he would kept using this term knocking boots when he was in the fantasy suite and I'm like that I just would not want that mental image of my grandfather (laughs) saying such a thing and two nights in a row with two different women Mm -hmm. and that even goes back to kind of the first episode when he was kissing all those women god yeah I think I would have been appalled to see my grandfather doing that (laughs) and you know it's not it's honestly not about age and I do I do respect that that he he said that a couple of times that you know you're seeing that even though we're older people that we still want love we still want the physical connection and all of that you know which is which is great i mean i think what we're kind of like mm, awkward about is that these are his grandkids are watching this show too so and did you see on the um the part where he and Teresa are like together at the very end and she says something about the knocking boots yes. thing Yes. And then his his granddaughter's faces. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think she might have co- covered her face. Did she do like this? Kind of yeah, like, yeah. Yes. They were all like hiding their faces. Like, oh my, oh gosh. my gosh, I can't handle it. <laughs> I was hiding my face for them. Oh my gosh! But um, I mean, it was it was interesting. And you know, like I said before, I'm not really into reality TV, and I, I'm sure some of this stuff, and maybe some of this, they do for the effect that you know more people will watch the show if. 
if mm-hmm. we think he's doing knocking boots or whatever. So, I mean, who knows yeah. what the reality is? There could be a whole other, you know, it's just a whole agenda to get people to watch it and have some drama. Um, oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But speaking of drama, that's something that was missing from the Golden Bachelor. So we had found if you're the older women don't tend to be catty and fight like the younger ones, correct? Yes. I feel like there was a huge difference between this season and the other seasons I've seen because yeah, the women, there was like minor little, you know, difficult conversations, but some of the other seasons with the really young people, I mean, they they can get like very catty towards each other. Not mm-hmm. every season, but it's really common. So. Mm-hmm. They usually have like a villain Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, that's like a big part of the show, I feel like, but I didn't feel like this season there was really a villain. Yeah. And, and maybe that's, I mean, probably that's why, you know, once you get to a certain age, you've lived a lot of life and, you know, Mm -hmm. there's no reason to go there. And, you know, women acting that way, young women, it's ridiculous to me, but it would be like, Mm -hmm. I think extra ridiculous, someone who is older and more mature and has lived life if they were being catty and acting like that too. So I'm glad about that, that we didn't see that. And I found it interesting. A lot of the women, I mean, they all talked about how they made friendships with each other, like friendships that'll last forever. I really, really liked seeing that too, because I think friendship is honestly in a lot of ways, just as important as finding love. Mm-hmm. And so if any of them were already feeling maybe isolated or something, just having new friends, I think can really help that. Yeah, I think so too. And then kind of getting back to Gary and his picking Teresa, I feel like it made a lot of sense because they had such similar backgrounds. They both had married high school sweethearts who had passed away. They had where they could show like they had you know, commit it to someone for 40 plus years or however long it was. Um, and I kind of think that was with with the other one, Leslie, she had been married, what, like two times? I think so. And what made me kind of sad with that with Leslie was like, I mean, she just lost it into hysterics when he told her that he wasn't picking her. Is, is that normal for them to like totally lose it like that? You know, I've seen it happen. They're always devastated, especially Mm -hmm. if they're in the final two. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's completely common. I mean, they're always like devastated, Mm -hmm. but I think that typically, I mean, you know, you're up against someone else. And so you kind of have that reality. I think for her, he reassured her so much. Yeah. That was why she was like positive that it was going to be her. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that made it a lot harder for her. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, we don't know what happened in the fantasy suite with them and what he said in there. But it was it it made me sad as she was saying, you know, she had already picked out her dress. She had, you Uh, know, had written their vows. I mean, she did all of this, which, you know, maybe mm -hmm. she kind of jumped the gun a little bit, obviously, because Mm -hmm. in this kind of show, I guess you don't know until the very end, you know, who they're going to pick. Yeah, I felt really sad. She said something crazy. I think she said, and like, I don't know if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. But I thought she said something like she spent 60,000 on a dress or something. Yeah. And it was like, what? (laughs) Because, okay, so this was, I had a question about, do they usually go out there in like in a beautiful dress, the two of them standing next to each other? Is that what she was talking about? Because I assume that was normally how it was, but he 
told her in pri- well, not private, obviously, the whole <laughs> world got to see, but you know, not like standing up there with her. Okay, with the rose so ceremony. Yeah, usually, they both go down separately, but they dress and everything as if they're going to be proposed to. It's it's very sad. Oh, so oh, they literally sad. go. Yeah, they go down completely alone and essentially either get broken up with or proposed to. God, that is so brutal. <laughs> oh, it's it's horrible. <laughs> I don't know. I would not sign up for such a thing, but that's just me. Oh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't sign up for it either. I like watching it, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's what she was talking about. Do you mm-hmm. think was that what she was saying? Because she would have had like, like a beautiful dress or do you think she meant the wedding dress she was going to purchase? I think she meant the dress for the engagement. That's what I don't I know. Yeah, but I don't know again why she wouldn't have already had one like prepared for that day. And why would so, it be sixty thousand dollars? I know. I was like, what does the sixty thousand dollar dress look like? Like, I don't even know. What spun, that looks like. spun from gold, maybe. I don't know. That is that's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Hopefully, she could return it. <laughs> yeah. Hope so. Sorry, Leslie. But she kind of was, you know. A, I kind of felt like she was showing her true colors towards the end there when she got, I mean, she got so, I mean, granted, she was upset. I mean, you know, she was like, this always happens to me and nothing ever works out for me. And she was saying stuff like that, which was kind of, I don't know, was a little icky. Yeah, I think the way a person reacts to not being chosen or something, mm-hmm. it does show a lot. And so mm-hmm. I didn't love the way she reacted. I mean, I, I she, she has a reason to be sad. Sure. But yeah, she kind of, didn't have maybe have to throw such like a pity party i don't know Mm -hmm. Um, but maybe she was just in a really bad place so hopefully she's like seen that and grown from it yeah i hope so which just shows you no matter your age we can still grow (laughs) yeah we're not perfect so i made some notes because when they were talking i think i watched three of these i was trying to get caught up last night because I watched in the beginning and we did our show, the podcast, and then I didn't watch. And then I'm like, okay, I got to catch up so we can do the finale. But I was taking notes along the way. And I think this was maybe the very end where everyone came back and they were all dressed up, all the women that he did not pick. (laughs) And they were all, you know, sitting there talking, kind of doing a little recap. But I just wrote down some of the things that they said that resonated with me, which which I thought was great. You know, they said there's no age limit on love, which is so true because I think a lot of younger people think that just because someone is 60, 70, 80, 90, you know, that they can't, that they're not interested in being in love. And I know Gary made kept joking a lot about with, with the guy, who's the guy who's like the host or whatever, the young guy. Oh, um, Jesse. Jesse. So he's kind of joking around with him, which, you know, about like that, that it doesn't matter his age, that he still has sex. And then he was kind of like making him <laughs> visualize his parents. And, you yes. know, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think that is, that's so true. There is no age limit on love. And so why do people in their 20s and 30s or whatever think that they're the only ones who can have love? So, yeah. I think too, it's, um, it's really good even for young people to think of it that way, because I I know people like, for example, like people that are my age that are, so I'm 30 and I have friends that are my age and they think like, because they're not married yet, like they're Mm -hmm. never going to find love basically. And, Mm -hmm. um, that's so not true. I mean, you can find love in your forties and your fifties. There's not like, oh, you've turned this age. You don't get to get married. You don't get to have love. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. 
Yeah. And Gary and Teresa just proved that, you know, 72 mm-hmm. and 70. And they found love. Actually, Gary found love with a lot of women, apparently. <laughs> they all loved him. <laughs> they really did. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, so there's really there is no age limit for being in love. Um, then the other thing I think they asked, I should have written down who this was, but each person, but I think they may have asked what they what the biggest thing they took away. And one of them said, to have hope, hope that they can still have adventure, still have love, and still have friendships. It can happen at any age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of people do feel hopeless and and probably women more than men, to be honest, that probably, you know, that if you're 75 and you really want to have a love in your life, I mean, you may feel hopeless or you may feel like, you know, your adventures are over if you want to travel but I mean, I think this just proves that you could have it at any time. And you know what? I was very impressed that they went, what was it, like repelling or whatever in Costa Rica down mm-hmm. that that waterfall. I was like, oh, heck no, yeah. I would not do that. <laughs> yeah. They always make them do something really dangerous or, you know, risky like that yeah. on the show. No, I'm, that doesn't look fun to me either. <laughs> no. There are so many reasons I would not be on that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully I'm married. So yay. Um but but I was impressed that he did that at 72 because I mean I yeah. wouldn't have done that at 32. That looks scary. Yeah, they did a great job doing that. Yeah, they really did. And she she was scared. That was Leslie who did that. And she was a fitness instructor too. Um yeah. but she was scared of the of the heights, which I would be too. Um, oh, I would be scared. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing was just a big a big no for me. Oh, the other thing that made me kind of sad, and I have heard older women say this, and I do think this is a thing, but Joan, who was a really lovely lady, one that he went on a date with, and she had to leave the show because she had an emergency at home. But she said, as you get older, you become more invisible. Mm-hmm. And I thought that yeah. was sad. I think that is really sad too. I can like see where she's coming from though, just because the way society like paints older people, mm-hmm. you know, really values youth and like beauty and success. And, you know, as you get older, you're kind of like past a lot of, and not that you're not beautiful or not successful, but mm-hmm. you've like done the things I feel like. And so you start to like maybe lose that value in yourself. Cause you're like, well, I already had a career and I already had my like youthful days and my family's all gone. Like they moved out or something. So I can see that would be really hard, like kind of an ad- identity crisis for some mm-hmm. people. Maybe I so. people. Yeah, I can see some people in my life that are older adults, and I've definitely seen that. Like they mm-hmm. have really had like a, a kind of a personal crisis, and I think they do feel very invisible. I think that's why it is so important, and we hear this over and over from so many older people that you really need to always have a purpose. Yeah. And something in your life, always, always learn, always grow and don't get into that mindset that I'm old and I'm just going to sit here and watch TV and I can't do this. I can't do that because I feel like that's what makes you old when you just give up. Mm -hmm. And I always think of Doug Brown and I reference him all the time. He's 98. I've had him on the podcast. He lives here in Flower Mound and he, I had him on the podcast and he talked about like people always ask him, how do you stay so, you know, young? I mean, Doug is like, 
he's 98, but he's <laughs> like sharp as a tack. He's going, he's busier than I am. And That's great. I know. And he says to them, you know, when you retire, if you sit down, you're going to die. You have to have a purpose. You have to volunteer. You have to find something. And mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of does go with, you know, her feeling, you know, invisible as she's gotten older. I mean, you know, there are things that are going to happen. Yeah. I mean, in society's values with women, we're probably our most beautiful, you know, in our 20s and 30s, you know, and then we get older and we have wrinkles and maybe we have a few pounds that creep on at menopause. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying for a friend, just kidding. (laughs) But you know, it's it's a sad thing that people feel that way. So I hope, I hope maybe with the Golden Bachelor and people talking about that, that maybe that will turn the mindset around for some women as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing one of them said was just being on the Golden Bachelor and having that attention that Gary gave them made them feel special. And one lady said it ignited feelings that she hadn't had in a long time. And I could see that if you hadn't had a man like listening and and he is he's a good listener. Like I saw that that he really did make each woman feel very special. So I think that was definitely a positive. Yeah, he did. He really was like very, very attentive and like kind. But I think to the the women on the show, even if they didn't get, you know, chosen, they've all had really great exposure now. So mm-hmm. that can, you know, launch a lot of different things for any of them. I mean, it could launch careers, it could launch new friendships, like new love opportunities. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking like with Leslie, like she was so sad, but I mean, she came off pretty well overall on the show. I think that she could have definitely have opportunities come from, from being on. Well, I read something that they may have a golden bachelorette and maybe she (laughs) would be that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So there we go. Opportunity. Yeah. Is that usually what happens? The one not chosen? has the next show um it's not always the one not chosen it's usually the the uh, like crowd favorite okay so my it's usually someone in the top like four yeah but it's yeah the crowd favorite and it switches every season so this was the bachelor so then it'll be the bachelorette yeah who do you think was the crowd favorite with this one i don't know maybe leslie i personally really really liked ellen and she was i think top four or top five Mm -hmm. And I just thought she was awesome. Like, and I think even was she the pickleball on, one? Yes, yes. Yeah, pickleball. yeah. I liked her. Uh huh. Yeah, I just felt like she seemed really comfortable in her own skin and confident and kind. And I don't know, just someone that like would be a really good grandma and family member. I don't know. She just seemed like very selfless. So mm-hmm. I, I liked her a lot. Okay. I kind of wanted him to choose her, but I would actually love to see her on the Golden Bachelorette if you know. Yeah, there's opportunity for that. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe your prediction will come true. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if she was other people's favorite, but she was definitely mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who my favorite. I mean, I just, I just always from the beginning, I liked Teresa for him. I just felt like they were a good match, and she just seemed really sweet and attentive towards him. So I just, yeah. yeah. So I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that worked out. Um, Me too. And hope hope it works out for them. <laughs> I hope so too. I really hope so. Yeah. Are you going to watch the wedding January 4th? Probably. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just curious about it. Yeah. I probably I will too. Really? Yeah. I don't know that they've done a like 
live wedding of the bachelor or bachelorette before i don't if they have i haven't seen it yeah so i'm I'm curious just to see how that like plays out i wonder if the other bachelorettes are her bridesmaids <laughs> boy that, that would be, be so awkward <laughs> yeah like all what 20 22 of them or something <laughs> oh that'd be hilarious leslie glaring at her no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, the other thing that I wrote down here that I thought was interesting and true, I don't remember which one said it, but they just said, you know, maybe it was in response to the question, like, you know, are you glad that you did have this experience? And it was just that if nothing else, they made history together with Gary because this was the first time of doing The Golden Bachelor and to really showing people that no matter your age, you know, People want to have a companion. They want love. They want they want the same thing. Even though we're in an older body, we still mm-hmm. want everything we wanted when we were younger. Yeah, I think it did. Um, it has made an impact too. And what I actually really hope is that, because um, I mean, like I've said, I do watch a lot of reality TV <laughs> and I would love to see other reality TV shows start to show older you know, characters and cast mm-hmm. members. I just don't see that a lot in reality TV spe- specifically, or really, I mean, you see it on sitcoms and stuff. You'll see like, they typically have like an older character, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just, in general, I'd love to see that represented more on TV. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? I honestly think we're going to see more and more of, um, instead of like in the past, anytime there was an older person on TV, they were like the, you know, grandma or yeah. the, you know, grandma baking cookies or the nutty old uncle or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're going to see more just very, you know, powerful women. And as we're, you know, older women and men, we're going to see people doing, you know, just looked at in a different light, not looked at as some like, you know, silly character or someone that of no importance, which, you know, it shouldn't be that way. But that has you know, how TV historically has been when you watch a sitcom. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see more and more like, like the show, was it Frankie and Grace? Did you watch that show? Mm-hmm. No, but I know what it is. <laughs> it was a good show, but I liked their characters. You know, they were, they were strong women. And I just, I just think we're going to see more and more of that because uh, we're aging as a society. And before long, we're going to have more people who are older than younger. So it's just going to have to change. <laughs> I'd like to see that a lot too. Yeah. Mm. The strong characters. That would be awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's how it should be. So I think, I think this is kind of opening the door for that too. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Did you get any feedback from your, your peers and what they thought of the show and of the finale? Most of my friends liked it. I would say some of them maybe wanted Leslie um, Mm -hmm. instead of Teresa or they wanted Faith who was the third in line. Oh, yeah. 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 But I think most people, I think there was like an overall, I haven't really looked on social media or anything, but I just know from the people in my life, there was like an overall good reaction to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They just kind of made sense together, Mm -hmm. I think. So, yeah. Good reaction overall. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I, I look forward to seeing if we'll have a Golden Bachelorette and maybe it'll be Leslie or it'll be, who was the one that you like again? Oh, Ellen. Ellen. So maybe it'll be Ellen. So mm-hmm. we'll see who who that'll be. But 
And if it comes back, then, you know, maybe we'll, we'll do another one of these podcasts and see what we think. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> but, uh, but thank you so much, Sarah. I always love having you on here and it's, it's great to get your perspective and your expertise <laughs> as a reality TV show watcher. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And thanks for listening, y'all. And, and let us know your thoughts. I, I really do want to hear what you think of The Golden Bachelor, if you watched it, what your thoughts were, no matter what your age is. I just think it's interesting how, um, you know, what we all take away from it. But thanks for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and tune in next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.